Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. Our childhood, and this is what this energy that we're talking about is the sacral energy. It's the part right underneath our belly button, about two inches. It's our belt line, mainly. It is connected to actually so many things. It's connected to a lot of our identity, who we are as people. It's connected to our childhood. It's connected to energy that we think we're invincible. And when all those energies sort of fluctuate, we feel different ways. This is why some days that you just feel like you could conquer the world. And the next day you feel that what the heck happened? (laughs) And it's when this energy starts to fluctuate, the world hasn't changed, but your energy in some way has. And so it's just creating a nice equilibrium, a nice balance for all of this. And so we want to make this as high value as possible. We need you to get a picture of yourself when you were a little boy or a little girl because we want to show you something really fun. The sacral energy is a water element. Last week, we talked about the root chakra, this root energy, which is our our tribal, earthbound, inside work connection to the earth. And that is done for manifesting. We talked about that, and that's like an earthy. It's like the soil. This next chakra is connected to your kidneys, bladder, your pelvic reason, uh, all your sex organs, reproductive system, but it's also connected to organs you have in your body has something to do with water. This is a water element. If this dries up or if this is really not in balance, you're going to have many things, impotence, bladder or, or kidney infections or difficulties that includes kidney stones, stiff lower back. That is the first symptom usually that we see when this particular energy starts to decline. You'll have lower back pain. And how many of us have that? And we're going to do something very cool just before we get into that meditative state and we'll sort of explain that as we go. The crystals that this is connected to is, if you have any, sunstone, citrine, Carnelian is a big one. Many times when I have this stone, within about five minutes, I just have this forward motion. I just feel like I can kick the ceiling, right? which, which is most days. But it takes work. It, is, it doesn't come just naturally. You know, so many people say, oh, Tony, you're so positive. You're... But it's, it's work. They don't realize all that it takes to get there. Tony Robbins said the same thing in many of his interviews. He says, it just seems like you're so on. He says, it's a lot of work. It's about an hour and a half when he gets up. The first thing he does, he jumps into a 58-degree water, and he lives in California. He has a water pit that is cooled 58 degrees. It's almost like polar dip. And he's in there for like four or five minutes so that he just sort of wakes up. And then he does exercise, and it's all about... By the time he gets on... Well, yeah, he's been working to bring and raise his energy up that high. It's just that when we are human, all of us, because of the density of our bodies, it's just naturally sort of heavy. 
Now, if the people that are positive like that all the time have to work at it, imagine when a person doesn't really work at it at all. When we create, and that's what it really happens, Spirit is constantly reminding us that every day is a new creative day. However, we exude the same energy that we did the previous day, so this new creation looks like the same day as yesterday. So when people say, how come every day or every week or every year, it's always the same thing? And actually, it isn't. It's a photocopy of what you did the day before, the week before, the month before. As soon as your energy starts to change, and we see this in brides, as soon as if they're out of a relationship for a long while, and they finally find somebody who's amazing, and they set a date, their energy changes. All of a sudden, everything changes. Now, why is it that the four or five or however many years a person's been waiting, and it's all been the same, and all of a sudden, somebody wants you. Somebody wants you as part of their life. And they see this almost overnight metamorphosis, and things start coming to them. They start looking at houses, and they said, well, there's no way we can afford this, but yet you are able to buy a house. But yet a month ago, there's no way you could buy a house, but all of a sudden you have one. And not only because of that person coming in, it is just that your energy is now allowing it. When your energy changes, the day changes. And the things that are coming to you and the attraction changes. But people don't see that. They think as, well, I'm in this stage right now. Thank God it's I've had to wait this long. You've actually waited that long when you were ready. And as soon as you were ready, you changed. That's when it changes. It's not the amount of years that you're going through. And this energy is like that. The sacral is very much a creative energy. Kids are like that. That's why we connect this to children. They're so creative. They will paint the water green and the sky red or some whatever. We don't have anything connected to it that is the norm. There's no reason why a girl should have pink. Uh, they can have blue. They can have any color they want. But sometimes the stereotypes, when we push this on them, what color do you want? So I'll always show my grandson an array of colors. We have some plastic dishes. And I every meal, we have about five or six different colors, from purple to yellow, orange, blue. I know he'll always choose blue. But I want to make him realize that he always has the choice. He says, what color do you want today, buddy? And he'll say, it's blue. And then the next day, what color do you want today, buddy? Just to give him the idea that he's not tied to a certain color. If, if blue is your favorite, that's good. But you have the choice to choose blue today, not because you chose it yesterday. And today, for the first time, he chose purple. Again, it is that choice. And how does that work when a person starts to become an adult, knowing that you always have a choice in every day to do something? But when you're only served a blue plate for years and years, you think that is the thing. And you would think, as a parent, that's the most innocent thing, and it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the child is always seeing the same thing, thinking that this is all that I can do. Show them the array. What's, how much do you want? And I'll often bring in bowls and cups. 
If you want your breakfast in a cup, like eggs in a cup, yeah, let's do it. No limits. And when this starts to activate, and I see it so well in his creativity when he's doing all of this. So it's a great thing to do. The thing that also this is connected to is your power of choice, as we talked about. And it's also your ability to relationship and how you get along with other people. It's not just about you. This creative is all about creating a bond between you and someone else. And some find it very difficult. It is also a resilient energy. The times where you never give up. And mothers have this, of course, instinctively. I mean, you could be dead tired, but if something's going on with your child at three in the morning, you are up and you're at the hospital. And if you have to wait five hours, that's what it is. In other words, you'll find that energy because of the wanting and the caring and the maternal instinct that you have already. And that's where that's coming from. It's that resilient. It is like almost like a, a shot of gas on a fire. It just... It's part of the energy that extends to way beyond what you think you can do. If you have this idea that failure is not an option, then this kicks in. Does that make sense? In other words, you have this natural flow of energy that when failure is not the option, we either do it or we're going to hurt ourselves doing it. Then this will open up. And you will have strength you will not know where it came from. But that's not only in physical strength. You could go through a trauma. You could go through a really tough time, whether it's working or, or mentally a really tough time. And knowing that, no, i got to find a way to do this, then it kicks in. But as soon as you think that failure is one of the options, it won't open. There's no reason to because you have the option of quitting. They don't want to quit. The other thing is, they get frustrated when the littlest thing doesn't work out. Good example, I just heard this morning that somebody uh, was driving their car, and they uh, were going around a corner, and they hit a little bit of gravel, and their car slid. It wasn't even a big slide. They were still on the road, but for a brief couple of seconds, they sort of slid sideways in, in the shoulder. They were going, you know, highway speed, but they were safe. They slid sideways finally got back on the road while well, they had to call work, say, I can't come into work today. Something happened. It's, it's a traumatic instance. And it's not that we're comparing that this was right or wrong, but some people can't take any trauma whatsoever. So there's no resilient energy. There's no recovery. And it would take probably a whole day or two before they get out of that. When you have this energy that's very strong, well, that just happens. Okay flow off my back, move on. When we were in the moving business, a lot of times we would uh, pick up various things and we would cut our hands. Uh, we know we were the only crew there, so we had to just find a way to get through it. And I don't know how many times when we cut our hands and just hurt ourselves, we just put some duct tape around, okay, let's, let's keep going. We got to do this. And then the other crew sees this and they see that there's no way we're going to quit. And they sort of get it. We had various people that just started and just did not know how we worked so crazy. And it's all because of habit. It's like, we're getting this upstairs. We're going to find a way to do this. And as soon as 
Oh, it doesn't work. Well, okay, that didn't work. Maybe it's another way. And so it is just when you're looking at various options, just know that with all the options you have, quitting is not one of them. And that's what this energy does. The sacral energy sort of puts that together. When it's not very strong, we go into what we call addictions. In other words, instead of this valve, whatever you want to call it, opening up, instead of this extra energy surging and it doesn't open, there's that incredible energy and guilt. I mean, you can only imagine that if you could have done something, all of a sudden, there's that energy pent up. So what that equates to is addictions. Sometimes drugs, there's an addiction to gambling, addiction to money. Depends what you most vibrate to that you want to prove yourself on. If you want to prove yourself that you're a winner, you'll more than likely gamble. Just realize that this energy you have inside of you, it's got to come out one way or the other. It's either going to come out in strength, and you're going to show how amazing you are, or if you keep it in, there's going to be kind of like an implosion, and it's going to come out in a different way. And it's always much more difficult when you keep it in. That energy has to go somewhere. It also comes up with lower back pain, arthritis, hip issues, sexual issues like no desire, no drive. Now, some of the things that you can do to enhance this sacral energy is chocolate. Releases pheromones, and this area releases that. You can also uh, get back into some of the hobbies you do when you were a kid. Look at all the things you used to do. Maybe you played golf in your early days, or you just liked fishing, or you, you loved cooking. And you stop doing a lot of those things that you love to do. And so when you reignite the things you love doing, what Spirit is actually saying is you're making love to fishing. You're making love to cooking. It's, uh, I remember this one Italian, this was on one of the shows that I saw recently. And this, this lady walks into an Italian restaurant and she sits down. And the server comes over and it's the owner, right? He's really passionate about his food and he's, he's just, everything is. And she says, it's okay, I just want a sandwich. And he says, sandwich? We don't serve sandwiches here. We, we want you to make love to our food. He says, <laughs> he says, it's like eating the love that we send. Let me fix you up something. And she, he made something very nice. And then he even said, now when we serve this food, I'm going to tell you how to eat it, and I want you to savor everything because the cook goes through a lot of trouble. A lot of attention is going into the taste, and everything has to be just so-so before they'll serve it. It gives you the idea that if you really love fishing, just talk about it. Essential oils is another good one here. Now, because of the orange color, the essential oils are sandalwood is a good one, and jasmine. So if anybody of you has any essential oils, that's the best one to activate this particular uh, energy center in your body. The other part of it is the sunrise. Now, in the morning, just as the sun comes up, there is that orange in the horizon that, that's coming up. That is essentially, in our time, the best time that that orange energy is blanketing that earth. In the color breathing, we're going to do some color breathing too. 
when you get into this meditative state, what I want you to do is focus on the color orange. So either you could look at a sunset or a fruit, or if there's an orange car that, that can bring in that color with your eyes closed, I want you to breathe in the color orange. Keep it in there for a bit, and when you breathe out, breathe out the color white. And then I want you to notice, those of you can feel it or see it, when you breathe out the color white, what else is in the color? Sometimes people will see specks of black or gray, or they might see blue coming out. We'll make a note of that, and we'll talk about that after. You breathe in orange, this tangerine orange color, and you breathe out white. The next part is, okay, I posted some questions that I want you to ask. Now, what these questions are going to be about is, at one point, I want you to look, and you can have your eyes open for this, it's okay. I want you to look at you when you were five or six, or, or if you, the picture that you're bringing in with yourself. I want you to look at that picture. I want you to realize that from a, a spirit perspective, time means nothing. When you were a child 30, 40, 50 plus years ago, whatever it is, when you think back of what it was like when you were at that age, you can go back in a second. And how did it feel to be in that certain family? How did it feel to be well, let's say in class and let's say you were ridiculed or, or let's say you were treated very well. How did that feel? And you could feel as if it's happening to you right now. So that's why Spirit's saying there's no real difference in time. Our earth years have gone by, but it, the time continuum is the same. So when you look at this picture, one of the questions I want you to ask yourself or ask this little boy or little girl is, how are you doing? Because I'm coming back to you from the future. How's it going? Is there anything I can do for you? And then what would you say to yourself as encouragement? Would you say to yourself, oh, by the way, in about three or four years from now, you're going to meet this one person. Stay away from them because they're nothing but trouble. Are you going to tell them that, oh, uh, when you go into grade five, you're going to be meeting this amazing friend. Don't discount them the first time because they're your best friend and I'm still friends with them now, 40, 50 years later. Like, what would you say? In other words, I'm not putting words in your mouth. Like, What would you ask or tell yourself or tell this little boy or little girl that you're from the future going back? What about the events, the date? Okay. I just want you to start conversing with this picture going back and you could see yourself at that age, what would that little boy or little girl want to hear? What do they need? Do they need encouragement? Do they need, what do they need? Wait for that to happen and then go through the meditation as we're going through it. Because I'm not going to talk like once we start. At a certain point, I want you to turn it around is I want you to ask this little boy or little girl, if they have a message for you, anything that maybe this little child has that you no longer have, whatever that is, find out what that insight is. They're seeing you from the future. And so what would that little boy or little girl say to something you in the future? What would they want to tell you? 
those of you that are new, I want you to get comfortable in a chair or if you're lying on a sofa or if you're on a yoga mat on the floor, just get yourself comfortable where you can uh, sit or lie down or just be in receiving mode for about 20 minutes. Remember, color breathing with the orange and white. And then at one point, when you feel comfortable, when you feel on, I want you to look at this picture of this little girl or this little boy and start to connect to it. Some of the questions we've already listed. How are you doing? And so on. All right. You can keep your eyes open if you wish. If you can look at your picture, then close your eyes if that's easier for you. The whole idea is you want to connect to this particular individual. Because believe it or not, although it's you, it's still a different person. Because you are not like that. And so there is a vast difference in the energy. In fact, Spirit says there's a vast difference in your energy a week ago or a day ago. You are reinventing yourself every day. So all we're doing in human years is going back to your childhood, which is really the same as last week. This is the end of Sacral Energy Part 1. You may now go to second part, which is the meditation. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Genis Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Stay.